welcome to Life Bearings, where three Canadian alcohol connoisseurs mix life events and libations. Hello, I'm Carla Richards. And I'm Brittany Lysing. And I'm Lena Newman. And, and this, this is Life, is life Bearings. <laughs> Because life is hard. Compare with alcohol. Or albums, or documentaries, or books, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so your credit card is a little high, and you did miss that car payment. You might be slightly behind on rent, and of course your hours just got cut at work, but uh, oh god, this is not good. As today's life pairing is debt with gold schlager. Ooh. Ooh. We discussed Charles Dickens, 11 billion, and post punk. Ooh. Yeah. Some some interesting stuff in there. Yeah. That's yeah. A, a big old mix of a lot of things. Oh, yeah. man. I think debt's definitely a thing that everyone can relate to. I yeah. think so. Most people. If you literally, can't, you're, you're just being that. in a closet somewhere that you're not paying attention to real life. Or your parents are just wildly rich and you just don't even have any sort yeah, of... Yeah, that too. I guess right. there are people like that, aren't there? <laughs> but there's a good chance they're in debt. Yeah. Yeah. They're just yeah. living off, like, you know, creating this whole facade. Yeah. There's maybe. A, As there's I learned... Totally not. Maybe your dad has a whole second family. Yeah. <laughs> like, if yeah. you think you're rich, you may not be. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of TV As I learned programs. in uh, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, ladies... Check your accounts. <laughs> Figure out where your money is. Right. Well, there is a lot of things, and I've honestly heard like a lot of real life stories about um, one partner hiding the debt from the other partner, and it's it's yeah. it's because I think it's it's. I mean, I'll dive into this a little bit later, but like, it's just something that you almost can't believe yourself, so you don't. And you, it's a, it's awful, and if you don't, well, know it's a huge. You, weight and i think too like that sort of masculine traditional world that you're supposed to be in charge of all the bills and da 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 and if you're failing in that then you yeah i could totally see where you're like no this not tell her and hopefully i think sometimes there's definitely two like sides to where one is i think you think you can get yourself out of it Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. the other one is you've lied and cheated and stolen (laughs) and you can't now you're like, oh god, I gotta f- fix it before they find out how much I've. Because I think a lot of debt, like when one partner's hiding it and the other person doesn't know, yeah, is like gambling and yeah, right. Second, or they families. quit their job and they haven't told anyone for six months. Right. <laughs> yeah. I've heard that, and I mean, I'm gonna have to look this up, but it actually makes sense. Is a huge um, reason for like divorce or splits in couples, you would think the main thing would be infidelity, but it's actually like money and money handling. So if you've yeah, squandered like your family's savings, that's worse. Yeah. Than if your spouse cheated you on you. The prostitute. Yeah. I honestly, I think you're right. I, I know that that sounds crazy, but I think that that's, that's one of the biggest things. Like, I think because you're having an effect on that other person. Like, yeah, if you sleep around, you do have an effect. But, like, you are changing somebody else's life by not having any money or, like, putting them into debt. 
or losing everything or like gambling the children's college money away yeah Yeah. well there's also the thing too of i think like i know because we just like kind of compared it to cheating because i think those are probably the two highest things but uh i think cheating is like yeah like people have like crazy sexual impulses stuff happens it's this big you know trust thing but taking someone's life away and making them work for your like you because you're basically saying to somebody i actually don't care what your life turns out by stealing money and like you know mishandling it and miss like you're basically lying and being like hey man like i in this moment wanted this and i actually don't care about you (laughs) yeah yeah so it's it's this crazy thing i know personally uh when i switched from being an elevator mechanic which was a a very decent steady income to being a comedian which is a sometimes non-existent income (laughs) and and also and sometimes it's a great income but you it's a different way of receiving money so sometimes yeah. it's not always steady money right and yeah. sometimes your november looks better than your whole year right so right. you're like you have to then look at that money as not money you have but money you're going to need in six months right and it was yeah. just a really different way of having to view money after having a job and like working for somebody and it coming in steadily. It was it was a really interesting sort of first five years uh, after not having a job to be like, OK, like you could work yourself into some big problems here if you're not careful. Right. Oh, and I think, sorry, um, spring, going back to a thing that Lena was talking about, about this belief that you can always get yourself back. Oh, like I think I, uh, can imagine I think that was your. Oh, did Brittany, Brittany you said that right? Yeah, yeah. I, the, about yeah, like uh, you always sort of believe that you're, and we kind of have to. Like, you couldn't be a comedian and be like, "Well, I just have to accept the fact that I will never make any money at this." Like, yeah, you, you gotta be to like, have, I gotta start hey, making some money. <laughs> right. But you kind of have to have faith. Like, otherwise, we would all break down as a society, I suppose, if we just thought like, "Oh, I'll just like it's just like giving up," I guess yeah well but also i what i think like the debt becomes too much mm-hmm. I, I think that's when you think or i think when it's building and stuff i, I was more specifically speaking to like the it, an instance where you're lying to somebody oh like, yeah where you're yeah. like where you're like i could cover this up by just making the money back and it's almost that same psychology of gambling or totally you know like that addictive you, almost personality kind of thing yeah, or like, the um, fix this problem of what's we we did an episode um a couple months ago back on uh, cons getting con right. mm-hmm. and this like it's the uh, all in philosophy of like it, like yes. you've put too much in and you don't want to give up on trying. There's it, you don't want to turn back, right? Yeah, yeah. So you the, put in all this effort, all this money, or whatever. So like, yeah, if you get into debt, let's say for through a business or something um or you know you're working on a project or something i can imagine that yeah in your brain you're like but i just i've literally put in all this money and effort and stuff i just need that one windfall i just need that one thing to work and then that can justify everything that i've done including including the whatever right well, yeah. So there's, um, you can imagine, there is a lot, a lot, a lot of psychology tied to this. 
So the psychology of debt is actually just like incredible because it weighs, first of all, everyone's so different. So it's going to weigh heavily different and differently on everybody. It almost, I was reading through like the things that happen to you when you're in like almost irreversible debt that, and they sort of sounded to me like the, the seven steps of like grieving death. Oh, like they're all very like, so, uh, one is just like immediate denial. Yeah. Right. Like, so, I can get out of this. Yeah. This is not as bad as it seems. Everyone's in debt. Total yeah. denial. Everyone's got this, and I I just got to work a couple extra weeks, and blah, blah, blah. Even though you're, like, crunching your own numbers, and you know for a fact, like, holy smokes, I'm not going to be able to make this. Like, just the just holding on to this truth. And what happens when you start doing that, uh, Yeah, you, you start underestimating how much you owe. You're right. sort of, like you know you're and you're start being like the phone rings you don't answer it because you owe people money i've been there a million times where Mm -hmm. i like have a credit card i definitely can't pay and the phone's ringing and i'm like look man (laughs) i don't know why you keep calling because there ain't no money on this side of the phone uh you just sort of just you just go like okay well that's just gonna keep happening Mm -hmm. you know uh leaving bills unopened or just stuffing them in a drawer right or you might just have ADD, but yeah, yeah, yeah. you also might be in debt. You might be in an yeah. incredible amount of debt. Uh, opening new credit, opening new credit cards when you're in your name when your old right. ones are just totally maxed out. Oh yeah, yeah, that's. And then telling yourself that everybody is in the same situation. Right, right. So that's sort of the 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 denial uh, part of it, just being like, look, it's almost like kind of addictiony. It is like addiction. Yeah. With like I think addictions and the steps you go through with that, um, it's kind of similar. Yeah, because you're kind like, of there. You go through denial. You go through like all this stuff, and everyone's like this. There's a and you this keep is, doing this is it even my... though it's crippling to you, right? Like you keep doing it. Yeah. This is not my history story, but uh, I don't know if you've ever heard of Georgiana. She's like the. Uh, princess diana's like a great 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 aunt or whatever anyway she oh no i've never heard of this woman kira knightley was in a movie of her about her um but anyways she uh she would do all this stuff like it's funny to listen back so that's like 100 years ago but she would like yeah people she owed all this money and she would do the compartmentalizing that you're kind of talking about like putting things in drawers she would tell people that she owed two hundred thousand dollars or whatever and then that was it and then, like, there's, like, four other creditors being, like, hey, um, remember me? <laughs> and, like, a lot of that stemmed from gambling. But it was just, like, this. It just sounds, like, a lot of the times it sounds like it's just, like, plates spinning in the air. Well, it honestly sounds, uh, right. like, like Lena mentioned, I, I think it sounds, at, it's, like, addict behavior almost. It's kind of just, like creating these little pockets and stuff like where you don't have to deal with them and then they're just like here and then this is this is then and this is i only do this because of this and i i'm not paying it because i don't like you're kind of constantly lying to yourself yeah like this debt is the one that i really need to focus on the other one yeah this isn't a big deal breaking my knees about you know or whatever well and this is created completely by the banks right like Mm -hmm. yeah so um the next the next thing is like once you kind of start to realize like okay (laughs) i'm in a lot of debt (laughs) 
uh, is the stress. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> uh, which is kind of the opposite of denial, quite frankly. It's so it's kind of this immediate like your brain switches to instead of denying it, it's just constant nagging. Like this is real. This is happening. This is you know. So I know this is an American. Uh, uh, this is an American statistic, particularly this one. But I'll give some Canadian statistics in a in a minute here. The average credit card debt for American families is $6,270. That's actually not as bad as I thought it would be. And that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. Yeah. But it's, I thought that just, sorry, was that that just credit card debt? That's just credit card debt. And I have some other statistics um, here as well. um, Because it's, so that was just a credit card number, but I found some Canadian personal debts right from the actual like uh, Canadian, like Canada.com, like the government website. So, Canada.com. Like whatever it is. I think it's like Canada. <laughs> no, I'm sure it is. It just sounds funny. It's like <laughs> Canada.ca or some shit. Uh, <laughs> so this is actually um they seem wa- way higher uh in uh, in Canada because I have some better findings here. Um personal line of credit, average debt is thirty eight thousand. Oh. Student loans are twenty eight thousand. Uh mortgage or secondary residence are two hundred and sixty two thousand. And personal loan debt um, is 40000 Yeah, that's a lot. So those that's are like, lot. I mean, you're not going to have all those things, but if you have one of those things, those are the averages uh, that the debt uh, rides in there. But I mean, I own a house and I own, you know, probably 200000 left on it. You know what I mean? Like, I think that yeah, debt's kind of normal. Like house debt and car payment debt. I mean, owning, having car payment debt sucks, but... I feel like everyone has no one could afford a house flat out. No, yeah. not a lot like of it's people. Not, it's almost like it's not a real debt because you're just in an agreement with society that this is you owe yeah. that money. I think the the most the scariest thing is the banks giving you a credit limit of oh, yeah. you know sometimes it's like thirty grand and you don't even have a high paying job. They give it to you, yeah, because they want you to fail. <laughs> yeah. And so, owe interest. That's how they make money. Yeah, yeah. They wouldn't. No, nobody would make money if people could handle debt. Because yeah. if you just like, if you just spent the money and then paid it back right away, there would be no interest, and they wouldn't make any money on having the card. Yeah. No, but they want you to like. They'll offer like twenty year olds like twenty thousand dollars in the line of oh, credit. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. When they don't, you know, have yeah. any means to pay it back. I'm surprised. It's all a conspiracy, Sorry. ladies. It is. <laughs> it is though, for real. <laughs> um, it actually, it is actually, it, it is honestly like, and there's there's this whole like lot we could dive down this whole other thing of like credit card debt. What happens is they essentially they a credit they'll sell you a credit card or you know put sign you up for mm-hmm. a credit card, give you way too much very money. easily, very easily, give you yeah. way too much money. As soon as you miss a payment, they jack up your interest. That happens right away. So you're now at like a 19% interest. You, unless you have the full amount, you're, it's going to take you, you basically just can't ever pay it down because you're like, if you pay the minimum payment on a credit card, you'll never pay it off is essentially how it's set up. That's how it's set up. And so once they find like, once they'll suspend, if you can't pay, they'll, they'll go through a, a series of steps. But what ends up happening is they suspend the credit card and then it goes to a debt collector. 
And what that is, is essentially a collection agency that buys debt. So they'll buy, they'll go to MasterCard and say like, okay, how much does this person owe? They say five grand. They say, okay, we'll buy it for like, you know, 500 bucks. And the thing is, is MasterCard just wants any of that money because they don't care because they've made it back three or four times already. It doesn't even matter. Yeah, they're worth billions. Fuck them. So they don't even care. So they buy, they then sell that debt for a profit, regardless of whether you pay it back or not. And then the debtor's job, uh, like the collection agency, is to then call you and break you down until you can pay the debt. So I've had this happen to me. So they basically call you and they go like, hey, like, so you're going to go to jail. And you go, what? (laughs) You're like, no, I won't. And actually being in debt is not illegal in Canada. So no No, amount of money. And and same in most countries. I'm actually going to talk about debtor's prisons. You cannot... So anybody that is getting phoned by the border control or CRA or whatever, yeah, uh, you cannot go to jail for not paying your debts. You can go to jail for money fraud, but that's a totally different thing. Right. It's a totally different thing. Right. So they they basically like they'll just call and call and call and call you and they threaten you. And what they'll start doing is start getting your workplace's phone numbers. Oh, and they'll right. call workplaces and say like hey, like this person owes a lot of money and we're looking for them. And if you could get us in contact with them, that's fine. The truth is they have your number, but they yeah. try to embarrass you. Right. So, so are they looking they for, they're not. Like, get your wages. Sorry, Carla. Go ahead. Oh, that's okay. I was just, they're looking for the full amount that you owe, not the amount that they bought, right? Um, They'll make deals with you. So okay. they'll go so- like. They'll go like uh, they bought it for like let's say they bought it for five thousand dollars for five hundred dollars or something. Yeah, they'll try to get well. They'll initially try to get the five thousand out of you, and they'll say right. you you have to make two separate payments and blah blah blah. And we'll set you up on this whole big thing, and they'll even yeah. put it like the letterhead is like Bronson and Associates, so it looks like it's coming from a loyal lawyer's firm right, to scare you, but it's not. Yeah. It's coming from a debt collection agency. And so they're making pure profit on this. They're making bastards. pure profit. They're making like a thousand percent profit on whatever That's they crazy. buy. Typically, it's like Dog the Bounty yeah. Hunter, but for money. <laughs> and the I do is, have to admit that maybe I, accident- I don't know. <laughs> the, th- the truth is, is your credit has already gone in the shitter because you didn't pay your credit card. Yeah. So you kind of just have to put up with them calling for two years, but then you don't really have to pay it. <laughs> I, I accidentally went to work for one of these places. I think for a day. Uh, they said that it was a place that was helping people with debt. They're uh, not. Oh, like no, a debt consolidator? Not. Yeah. And I um, I was there for like not even the full day. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> <Bye-bye>. <laughs> I feel like this is very many levels of bad. It was so bad. It was so upsetting. I thought um, the consolidators, yeah. though, I thought they were supposed to help you. God damn it. Well, the consolidators do. So, but they but you, they probably take a cut of they take a cut of it. So of the truth is, do. you can just go to your bank and consolidate your like if you have yeah, an, true. Yeah. like if you have like at least a decent relationship with your bank, you can go to the bank and take out a consolidation loan and consolidate it, and then they basically put you on a payment plan, and they're kind of they kind of hold you to your promise. Like, hey man, right. we're not going to help you out if you if you don't do this sort right. of thing. So, so that the bank's all of a sudden a hero, even though they've put you in this position to yeah. begin with. <laughs> yeah. It's Sorry, this, I hate the banks. It's crazy. I am putting all my money, which I have none of, under a mattress. <laughs> <laughs> burying it in the yard. 
I'm not going yep. to the bank anymore. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You really can't function without the bank. Uh, Fucking horrible. no. No, yeah. So the in the fear and panic is is the people trying to get the money and that that and that. So then the next story, then you're angry, which Lena's experiencing mm-hmm. right now. Yes, pure <laughs> unadulterated anger. <laughs> yeah, pure right. to take her cash and bury in anger. <laughs> which is true because you start to be like, wait a minute, I'm on, I'm I'm in a game I can't win here. Yeah. Like they've yeah. perhaps you've put yourself in that position, perhaps you've been put in that position, whatever the whatever whatever it is, you start to realize I can't win. So then you get angry. So there's just like this whole thing of that, and then I mean, it eventually just goes into depression. <laughs> it just yeah. sinks, it yeah. just sinks you into <laughs> the a, last step. The last step. <laughs> um, um, but actually, there is. I mean, people do get it under control. You know, there there are programs, there are outreach, there's all kinds of, there's literally yeah, there's... so much debt in every country, so much personal debt, that if you listen to the radio, there's like two debt commercials yes. per, it's crazy. Yeah, how yeah that's how I heard about the consolidators. Yeah. Because they're on the yeah. radio like every five minutes. Yeah. People, I guess people, they, yeah, they need it. It's and... honestly, so many people yeah. are in debt that. It's what like it's like when I started hearing that toe fungus commercial all the time in the radio. I was like, "How many people got toe <laughs> fungus, man?" I still haven't figured that one out. Right. Okay, just that oh, coming I, from. I heard it like ten times that. a day. I was like, "Everyone's oh, the, and it's on TV. Toes? It's on it's on That's... CNN all the time too." And um, but That's going back to what you said, man. that Brittany, you're like uh, comparing it back to gambling, which we still want to do an episode on. We just are waiting because we want to go to the casino <laughs> to, <laughs> to try it out first. But you said you can't win. Same as in gambling, right? Like the house always wins. That yeah. is, we are all playing a little gambling casino race with our with the bank, yes. with our credit cards, hoping that. But I we can cover I, all this loss. I would say this though. I the only way I feel it's a little different than that oh, is yeah, no, that yeah. the debt the most people are incurring incurring are mm-hmm. is things that you need. Yeah. Like house, car, food. If you're if you're a, a parent and your kids oh. have school so and I can remember I, I didn't grow up with a lot of my parents didn't have a lot of money yet. They worked they both worked full time jobs, raised three kids. My dad was often out of town working. And like when school supplies would come in and they started doing this thing I can remember where all of a sudden you bought the school supplies from the school. Oh. Well, we didn't get like the best school supplies. We went and got like we either used our stuff from the year before or you used your stuff like you went and got cheaper stuff. Yeah. But all of a sudden the school like put in this program where you had to buy it from the right. school. Because remember we used to get it for free from under Ralph Klein. Yeah, Ralph Klein used to send us like full I mean, not that I like this guy, but every kid had their school supplies. <laughs> yeah. Paid for. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm not endorsing them, but that was a true thing for sure. That was a thing. Yeah. And, and I do remember that. And, um yeah and then all of a sudden and then you kind of for a couple of years had to uh buy your own but i think kids yeah. like weren't getting they either some kids were getting the best stuff and some kids were getting shit stuff so then the school put out like a kind of a package and then you had to buy the package oh, so right. i can just remember this being a panic for my family like i can remember my mom being like what do you mean a hundred dollars for school supplies like yeah what do you need two erasers and a pen we'll get it for you 
We have paper. <laughs> we have duo tang. Yet. We have duo tang. You can reuse really your old duo tang. Yeah, use your old duo tang. <laughs> they last forever. They do. Unclip the, the things. Classic ones did. <laughs> so it was like, yeah, I can remember that. So I, I would imagine though, like these things that you start, society starts putting these pressures on you, and you can't. Yeah. Then, then it's not really a choice. It's like, okay, well, yeah, I yeah. think there's two. Sorry, not to interrupt. Sorry, there's. I think there's two types of debt. Obviously, there's sort of yeah, the, the more fun where you went out and bought a car mm. that you maybe don't couldn't afford um, more than you than you like an actual. You need a vehicle, but there's things then like you said the school, like the number you gave for Canadians owing for money for school was like twenty six thousand dollars or twenty. Yeah, do you say twenty? Yeah, no, yeah, that's insane. That's not even, and that's cheap compared to America. And like uh, hospital bills over there, like that's it. I don't even understand how people in America live. I mean, yeah, I like you it. just basically yeah, can't get either. sick down there. Yeah. So I mean, I mean, we could we could just go on forever and ever and ever about the psychology okay, of this because yeah. it is crazy and and it is a differing per situation and stuff. Uh, the number one thing is is just like this roller coaster ride of emotion of trying to like I know personally for me. A lot of it was embarrassment. A lot of yeah. it was like I went from being able to pay all my bills and being able to have like to then having to borrow money and then owing the money for too long. And, you know, and then it's like when you borrow money from family, like your mom or dad or stuff like that, you know, they're they're not going to call you every 10 minutes to ask you where the money is. Right. But they are going to be you like, hey, that. did you go out for lunch last week when you owe me a hundred bucks? <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. And, you're like, and that, I love and then... sushi and friends. Right. <laughs> but that's why it's so easy. It's easier to lie because it's really one of those things that we still don't really talk about. It's yeah. very um, taboo subject talking about money, especially talking about debt. So, yeah, they, I'm sure from the majority, like 99.9% of people, their first reaction is going to be like, I'm just not going to tell anyone. Well, well yeah. And then honestly, one. I would catch myself being like, because my mom would be like, are you okay financially? And I, at the time, I would be like, everything's great. And I was like, not even down to my last dollar, but oh. minus in my like overdraft. And I was like, yeah. I started yeah. viewing my overdraft as like money I had. <laughs> I remember like, that. Oh, yeah. I, I everyone does that. that. Yeah. I always yeah. go like. I mean, I, the bank gave it to you. <laughs> <laughs> I always like. I always go. I got five hundred bucks plus five hundred bucks, baby. <laughs> That's a thousand yeah. bucks. <laughs> I always see five hundred left in my account, and I only see a thousand. I got, I got a thousand bucks. <laughs> what do you guys want to go to Mexico? I got a thousand bucks. I can come. Yeah. See, this yeah. is how the bank they'll yeah. get you. Okay. No one yeah, even asks for overdraft. You. They just give it to you. And then I know. You go into it and they're like, oh, sorry, you owe $700 on that 11 cents you went over for, yeah. you know, a Red yeah. Bull at 7 <laughs> Eleven. Oh my God. Yeah. And you're like, okay, I'll do anything for this Red Bull. And I would. I love Red Bulls and sausage rolls. <laughs> it's actually this combination at a drugstore, at a convenience store where Lena and I live. And uh, it's like the combination of Red Bull and and sausage, sausage roll would put like <laughs> yeah, the taste yeah. of the two together would honestly put me in like mountains of debt. Perhaps you can take us a little further into the past. All right. So kind of talking about this whole societal hidden thing. Uh, we're going to talk about debtor's prison. Woo. 
Woo. Actually, I'm not wooing that. That no, sounds don't terrible. Woo that. It's not, it's not fun. Woo. Woo. <laughs> uh, so one thing that we, I don't know if we kind of talked about this, but uh, that debt is a very much a classless crime. Uh, it's just that there are different ways of you of consequences. If you are right. a million yeah. billionaire, um, and you lose all your money, you're probably fine. Right. If you don't have a million billion dollars, you probably will not be fine. But everybody can get into debt. Um, and yeah, back totally. in this time. Uh, so one of the prisons that I'm going to talk about is called the Marshall Sea Prison that's in Suffolk, which is on the River Thames in England. It started in 1373 and went till 1842. So this has been going on for a very huge portion of our history. Uh, so both wealthy and poor could end up in the prisons. Mostly they were male, like we kind of said as it's traditional that men were holding the responsibility for the household finances. But sometimes the wives and the children were forced to join in these prisons because they were unable to support themselves on their, on their own. So like if you're like your breadwinner goes to jail, what are you going to do? I think that's still a problem now. In contrast, uh, in contrast, traders, so people in the business world could claim bankruptcy and they usually avoided any jail time. Just like now. Right. Because yeah. I mean, if you're rich, personal... you're never going to go to jail. Yeah. Well, that's no. Thing. And if yeah, especially 100%, you can just buy your way out of anything. Yeah. And you just funnel it through your business. And so then it's fine. Your personal debts, um, you know, that's a separate thing. That's why Trump is able to be bankrupt 7,000 times. Yeah. Because he's just like, oh, that's just. Yeah, I'll give you that money when I get it to you. Yeah. Did you see the? Whole, did you see that Melania? Melania uh-huh. is trying to sell all her shit. Really? No way. No, she's auctioning off her stuff, not for charity, just for money, no. because she's clearly <laughs> trying to leave Donald Trump. And also, oh fuck you, Melania, you dumb bitch. Yeah, yeah you knew you're getting yourself into. You she's auctioning yeah. off like her dresses for like two hundred fifty thousand dollars, and it's like. It's clearly to leave Trump, but it's like you have to have some type of prenup or something. (laughs) Well, she's going to get no. no, I bet you that she's. Well, she may. I think she. This is like totally off the thing, but I think she re-upped the the prenup prenup while he was in office. Oh, well, Uh, yeah, I'm sure it was like you cannot leave. You cannot leave the Donald. Yeah. While he's president. And now she's like, okay, he's not president anymore. So I'm selling all my stupid dresses that nobody wants. Yeah. For so much money. Yeah. I hate rich people. Fuck them. (laughs) So. I'm just kidding. Sorry. That was. Never mind. Carry on. I'm like, no, that's true. But also if you have money, give it to us. Yeah, exactly. Yes, please Uh, do. People. (laughs) So, yeah. So we're. we're, So this is. (laughs) This. Support our Patreon. Uh, uh, so yeah, so this is more personal debts. So they were very, they were seen very differently. Uh, and you would go to this debtor's prison if you could not pay your debt or come to an agreement with your creditor if they were chasing you or whatever. And they don't, you didn't have a fixed term sentence. Like it wasn't like you were sentenced to prison for 10 years for being in debt. You just went to prison until you could pay your debt 
or you came to an agreement with your creditors. Could you imagine so if that happened here? Just everyone well, would I, be in jail. <laughs> yeah. Like, how do you pay your debt? Well, there's countries. Well, I'm pretty true. sure it's Dubai or something, but yeah. you're not actually like debt is illegal. Yeah, there's because there's that weird thing where people will just leave their super fancy like Maserati and like leave the country, right? Yeah. And oh. anybody that takes that car apparently then owns the debt. Yeah, I think there is some weird. There's some weird thing where it's like actually illegal to have debt. Like you have to have the money to per- have things. Yeah. So like yeah. if you don't have $30,000, you cannot have a car worth $30,000. Yeah. Is that so like Dubai doesn't have any debt? Yeah. No, it's like the the per- people, the citizens of Dubai. Yeah. I don't know what the rationale, uh, rationale is other than people just never have debt. And also I think the the money, like I think more, I think there's a lot of wealthy people there. Oh, I think everyone is like a millionaire. Yeah, so yeah, I think there's, you have to be to live there. But like, you're not allowed to have debt. I see. You actually have to be like it is. It's like a millionaires club. But yeah, you, might be. people lose their money there still. Yeah, and then they just and then to, you like, would go to jail if you owed money. Yeah, hmm. yeah, and I yeah. I know somebody that that happened to, and it was on a business trip, oh, and gosh, eh? the payment didn't get in for their rental car, and they had to go to jail. Really? Yeah. Oh my god, can you imagine? Because here we're just like, people don't pay their shit on time ever, like when it's no. a company is invoiced. So it's like, oh my god, if, no. a, if you like invoiced your company and they were just like, yeah, we'll get it, we'll get it. You're like, hey guy, I'm in jail. Like, yeah. 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 So... And also my debt should be paid off. I'm sitting in fucking prison. <laughs> yeah. No. it was That was the worst situation that I've ever had to be dealt with. I would go sit in jail for a bit to get rid of some debt. Oh, I would too. For like, if someone was like, you had to go to jail for three months and then you will have no debt, I'd be like, I'd right. be like, yeah, I'm going to jail. I'd be like, ah, oh, it'd be a good time to lose some weight and sober up anyways. <laughs> read a couple books. <laughs> read a couple books. Come back. Yeah. Run around the yard. Do some exercise. <laughs> I'd come back like ripped. And well-educated if I went to prison. <laughs> I, I hope know. that I'm never forced to go to That's, prison. Hold on. That's what we all said when we all went into COVID quarantine. That is what quarantine. we said when we went into COVID, for sure. <laughs> oh, like, my God. Yeah. <laughs> and now we're just <laughs> not as st- and stupid as ever. Dude, I'm broker and fatter <laughs> than I was at the beginning of all this. Kate, I take that back. We should not go to prison. shouldn't go to prison. Um <laughs> <laughs> but that was the thing is they they weren't going to prison just for like as a punishment almost it was like they were going there it just it's like it makes no sense it makes no rational sense that you would put somebody who has no money in jail and then right they can't do shit get them and that's not even the worst thing so this really kind of became uh, a big problem during I don't know if you guys ever heard of like the tulip bubble crash or like, you know, the dot-com bubble crash, all that stuff. But in 1720, there was the South Sea bubble crash and many Londoners ended up in debt. So in the 1700s, over half of England's prison population were jailed for debt. Wow. Eh? Yeah. Just like America and they're jailed for being... Jail for marijuana possession, and then <laughs> and you go to jail for possession? like eighty years. Yeah, yeah. Um, they do kind of say this, and this is somebody maybe in jest a little bit, but not only is it sort of seen as a way of punishing people, but also that it kind of keeps them safe from their creditors. Like if you borrow money from the mob, but you're in prison, what's the mob gonna do? Oh, well, that's true. I bet some people like kind of welcomed going to jail. 
Yeah, they were like, please protect me. That guy keeps coming after me with yeah. a baseball bat. <laughs> and let my so, family join too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Get everybody in here. And uh, yeah, uh, conditions of the prisons. So debtors were generally actually given more privileges than a normal prisoner that was had done crime. They had visiting rights. Uh, but this is totally based on your personal financial situation. So it kind of goes back to how debt works. For rich people, it's different. For poor people, it's totally different. Prisons back then were privately owned. Which Yeah, like right. they still are in um America, they still are in yeah, the it's States. Like a, it's a for profit thing. That's it's a for profit was. thing, yeah. Yeah. Does Canada uh, have any no, they don't. No, it's, it's, all, it's gov- all government, all government no, institutions. Yeah. But yeah. in the states, they're for profit. So they're That's essentially right. like the higher the prison count is, the more money they're making. Yeah, yeah I've seen Oz. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're like, I watched Oz and wanted the boys to kiss in it. That's my favorite, favorite part. I would rewind it. Brittany <laughs> uh, uh, does love the gays. I do. Full mm. supporter. <laughs> the prisons actually charged room... For room and board. So not only were you going to prison to pay off your debts, you then owed money to the prison for just the fact that you were in prison. It's literally the most fucked up thing that I've ever heard. It makes no sense. How would you ever pay anything off? I I think they just want Uh, you to die there. I guess so. That that is what happened. I think this comes back to like a lot of this, and, and, and you did mention this, it's a class thing. It's like yeah. the most alienation you'll receive is like through class wars because what it all comes down yeah. to money. Who has the money? Who's in control of the money? Who who is rich? Who is poor? And who can have what? And the rich does not want the poor to have money. So that it's not like no. it, it's not like the idea is you did a bad thing and you had spent money you didn't have. It's like we never wanted you to have it in the first place. Right. Yeah. So when and they, then yeah. we ruined your life and the, because oh, you tried to get yeah. it. It's a constant yeah. like it's yeah. it's honestly getting in trouble like over and over and over again for a thing that you only did once. Or so you know what I mean? Like it's like Yeah, or just trying to live. Or just trying to live. You know? Or yeah. you know, like it's it's crazy to me because it's like, okay, so uh okay what if we go to prison for it still not good enough okay what if we pay all what if we give everything up and our whole family gives everything up still not good enough yeah yeah that's true yeah they want you to fail yeah because they, and i they, think they, there's sorry i no, I, I was just thinking sorry <laughs> go ahead <laughs> i kept like and then i kept going ah! um, <laughs> i was gonna say i think like the 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 rich don't want the poor to all have money because they view it as they'll be losing money but that's not the case if everybody had money if everybody had if everyone had available funds to spend they would spend it on yeah new things so it's like this constant circle we go in where it's just like you must have more than somebody but the truth is is if everybody had enough there would just be more yeah yeah but i think too like at just having dealt with rich people in life uh i think honestly a lot of them just don't understand like they don't understand oh well you you went into debt because you were playing at the gambling a little too much (laughs) can't you just ask mommy for the money yeah you know yeah you'll go to jail that's fine you get that that's okay but like 
you've got a buddy he'll put up some money like for you to like have so this is the thing if if the creditors hadn't taken all their money by the time that they'd gone to prison because i think this is largely still back in the days before banks too much like this was you owing money to like sam on the corner who was like your butcher right and private people loaning you money if they hadn't taken all your money they or they had wealthy friends they could actually pay fees so that they could visit on-site bars restaurants and cafes what it's like fucking disneyland for people in debt so oh i do like disneyland (laughs) say that again (laughs) so okay so if If you, so you had to pay, you would go to prison, you had to pay for your room and your board, you also generally had to pay for your bedding, your removal of chains, your (laughs) laundry, if you died, your family had to pay for you to have your body removed. Like, this is just a, so, and you can also pay extra fees. Did anyone pay anything? (laughs) Yeah. They were. This was like a successful business for like five hundred years. Oh, because um, <laughs> they could. If you could pay, or somebody else could All pay right. on your behalf, you could then visit. There were bars, restaurants, and cafes on site of the prison. Oh, if somebody else would pay for that luxury for you to have, yeah. I but get. if you're poor and your family's poor, who the hell's paying for this? Dog well, the bounty just- hunter. They, 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 sorry, just, that's uh, they would just put it on top of your tab so you would con- you yeah. would never stop owing right so you'd just be yeah. in jail forever you'd just be in jail forever yeah. because not only just in jail you wouldn't be able to afford bedding you wouldn't be able to afford your room you wouldn't be able to afford like food so people you would just be die begging for coins in the prison from like anybody that's like passing by yeah you from and then hopefully that their family sent the money so that they could eat and have their chains yeah. taken off yeah damn that's so uh, so yeah and i mean that's honestly sometimes if you look at a bill uh from any company that of things that you absolutely need like gas and heat and water and removal of guard all these things if you ever just look at the bill it sounds a lot like that it's like uh uh service fee uh tax uh secondary tax uh administration fee there's like nine fees that amount to like 30 or 40 dollars on top of everything all the time yeah and you're like so what the hell are these fees right yeah they're just a way of marking up prices uh to pay for the other side of things i don't know that's well even like air airport taxes sometimes like there was i know they they made these laws they eventually made these laws that were like you know you can't do that anymore but if you looked at what happened to those laws i thought they still did that yeah, that's the thing. It's like they made all these laws that they basically have to put the price, the full price on the when you purchase it. Mm. I mean, and then the government taxes oh, yeah, okay, on top so. of that. But yeah. the the airline can't be like, oh, there was $10 for this and $30 for this and $20. Like it has right. to be the full fee has to be uh, told to you. Um, right. That's a that's another thing too. They do it in in grocery stores and stuff in in especially in North America. So I had friends telling me that live in the UK. They're like, yeah, the price is the price. Yes, you don't get yeah. to the till and it's another price. And I was like, like what oh, is that- labeled is included. Your your tax included. Yeah. Same in now to be too. fair, I most reason I think most places are like that. Well, the reason yeah. that they can do that though is because 
the UK has one tax. They have VAT tax. Right. Um, oh, and we have multiple ones. We have like, yeah, different we have like different taxes. provinces, different, I'm assuming the same in the States. So that's in theory the reason that that is. But it, yeah, you're not like. Um, I know. It's, so, I have, all these like relatives are like, why is something like 1203? Yeah. Yeah, know, and I'm like, nah, I don't know. It's the GST. And like, what's that? I was looking, like, like yeah. they know like taxes, but it's all just included. Yeah, yeah, I had some friends send me a picture of like uh just a mountain of incredibly cheap cheeses because he was oh. like, man, your cheese is expensive here, and I was like, really? It oh. is. It's so it is. Expensive. And he it's was so like, expensive. sent me a picture of like just mountains of cheese, uh, one euro and like two or like three just euros, like a gorgeous Wensleydale yeah. that costs like. Yeah. Oh, oh god there was and so like, much here would be like 15 dollars for like a lease and wine too like wine you get it for like five quid a bottle for like a regular like what we would pay 20 dollars for so that's like what 10 15 dollars yeah. hidden fees <sighs> they're putting us in debt man they're putting yeah. us in debt. in debt um back to the prisons the back fun prisons. to reality back to <laughs> prisons Back to the debtor's prison. <laughs> so, unfortunately, a lot of people starve to death. Uh, well, that so makes that sense. was fun. <laughs> uh, so, this Marshall C prison, this was actually much more of a uh, debtor's prison than like a regular prison. I don't know if they had like other criminals in it or if it was mostly just uh, debt people. Uh, there were often dozens per cell, uh, very poor conditions. John Howard in the 1770s toured the prisons and he uncovered very stark conditions. Prisoners were chained to the floors on their backs with spiked collars on their necks and iron bars over their legs. Uh, there was no heating, no straw cells hadn't been cleaned for months. Uh, like, I don't know what the compare. I wish I had a comparison of, like, what was the murderer doing? <laughs> I guess he was hung. Was yeah. Hanged. I was just going to say, I was like, what was, like, regular prison if this is the dead? Yeah, like, prison? did you have a spike collar on your neck if you, like, stole I feel like it's probably bread? all the same. It's probably, yeah. I assume it was. it's not great on either side. Uh, there was a bit of a scandal when a trumpeter yeah. of Handel, the musician... Uh, he actually kept a diary of his time in Marshall C. He didn't have any inherited way- wealth because he was a like literally a trumpeter, <laughs> like playing the trumpet. Uh, okay. And so he was held in the wealthier section because he was paying fees. Uh, but yeah, he, he it was a uh, it was quite dramatic as to what was going on, and people kind of started to see that. Oh, maybe this maybe this isn't like a great thing that we were doing. Um. <laughs> If you've ever seen Little Dorrit, or if you were a very good person, you read Little Dorrit from Charles Dickens. Uh, this that setting is—I don't know if it's actually Marshall C. Prison um, or if it's just based on that. But his dad actually was there uh, in 1824. Thankfully, he was only there for six to eight weeks uh, because he came in into in some inheritance and ah. luckily got out of prison. And oh, so, so then- he can get out. Yeah. Yeah. So, but then, like Charles Dickens, I think at that time, like was a very young child and had to like work in a factory, I think, or something. Uh, so, I mean, it affects the whole. Like as a child, you'd be like, okay, well, I guess I I'll go work at the age of five. 
but yeah, if you ever want to see, I remember the Little Dorrit being a, that the film that came out not that long ago, probably like 15 years ago. I think Claire Foy is in it. Uh, Ooh, it's I a like very her. good. I like Claire Foy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a very good, uh, like Im- not image, but like portrayal. Sorry of this. Some other oh, cool. famous debtors. Ben Johnson, not the uh, Canadian Olympian. Okay. Uh, well, he was the American. John- ben Johnson wasn't he Canadian Olympian? Wasn't Ben Johnson the American, the Donovan Bailey? Oh, I'm thinking Donovan Bailey. That's why. Okay. So, anyways, <laughs> Ben Johnson, uh, neither of anything that I was just thinking of, and John Dunn were famous debtors, both writers. Woo! Yay for writer's yeah. debt. Woo! <laughs> Yay! Uh, so, in 1729, there was an inquiry that was led, uh, and it came to, about, actually, like, a number of prison keepers were prosecuted for murder. So, it's not just that the system is corrupt. You obviously have really shitty people running it. So, I'm sure oh, they yeah. were more likely to be like, hey, put this pink collar on because this feels like fun. Yeah, that's, it honestly just seems like a, it's just a uh, authoritative, like, uh, ha-ha, yes. look what we can do to you sort of thing. Um, well, and it's the perfect uh, setting for it because other people are going to go like, well, I don't, like, yeah, you shouldn't have gambled away all your money or, you know, you shouldn't have tried to pay for your family of four to eat. <laughs> a, you shouldn't have tried move. to feed your family and put them in schools. <laughs> yeah. That's why. Uh, one. One of the sort of controversies that came about from this was before this was a young architect was thrown into prison in 1729. His name is Robert Castle, and he was forced to share a bed with a man dying of smallpox. He tried to protest, and I think it kind of made a big farrar. And uh, but unfortunately, he died within a month of smallpox, which is why we have a vaccination for smallpox. What <laughs> uh, you're complaining? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, they uh want this parliamentary committee found that three hundred inmates had starved to death over a period of three months. So during the summer months it was often eight to ten people per day. And it can get warm in England. Like it it's not nice. You don't want to be in like a like a brick prison. Yeah. No, God no. So um, yeah. So it was closed, <laughs> thankfully, in 1842. Uh, you can still see, I think it's like a, the second incarnation of this prison. If you go to Borough High Street, there is a wall that still remains that encloses a park. Now, like we said, you cannot go to prison for being in debt in most West, let's say western nations i think hopefully ish um but it's still a problem in modern day because of, as many people are uh they are imprisoned for failure to pay legal debts so the problem is, is okay. if you go to jail if you get arrested um you have to pay for counsel you have to pay for lawyers fees i don't like all this other stuff You'll just have to stay in jail if you can't pay that. So I know this is a big thing in the States that they're really trying to fight amongst all of the other shit that's going on down there. So, right. Yeah. All the other bullshit going on. Bullshit. Fun times. <laughs> bullshit. Bullshit. Um, 
Oh man, that's crazy. Yeah. Well, thank God so, that doesn't happen anymore uh, no. here in Canada. That we know of. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Mm-hmm. Else I'd be in prison. <laughs> <laughs> I think we'd all be in prison. We'd, we'd all, all be in prison for our massive fucking Canadian debt. Yeah. Yep. Well, Lena, now's that time of the month, <laughs> that time of the year, that time <laughs> that of the week. time of the month, I'm like, oh no. <laughs> that time, time of, of the, the episode. Week. That time of the podcast. Or you uh, bring us some, uh, shed some light on some pop cultures for us. Uh, pair our lives with debt, debt, and something else. Okay, well, I got a couple things for you guys. <laughs> Three Ooh. things. Ooh. So, first on the docket, we've got an <laughs> unknown album by an unknown band <laughs> named Disco Inferno. Ooh, I like it. I believe they are out of Essex in England. Ooh, good right. pairing. You could be in the debtor's prison and yeah, just, oh. they might be there. Yeah. And uh, so they have a compilation album called In Debt. Ooh. Oh. And they're the post-punk that we were talking about. Right. Okay, so a little bit about Disco Inferno. They're an English experimental rock band. That was active in the 80s and the 90s. They're highly associated. Well, not associated like they should be. But like, well, they sound like Joy Division. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Yep. Which I um, I love Joy Division. Did we see Joy Division yeah. at uh, Coachella one year, didn't we? We saw New Order. Because Joy Division oh. was no more after 1980. That's right. But we did see um, oh. New Order. In, in California, Brittany and I did in probably 2013. Yeah. Very so um, these guys, um, it's just honestly the album. I just wanted to go through it just because it's called In Debt. Mm-hmm. So it seemed, it seemed, um, you know, what's the word? I've lost Prescient. my. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> um. So they're a trio, Disco Inferno, guitar, bass, and drums. They're style is post-punk they use a lot of a lot of digital sampling but they kind of i mean they disappeared kind of after that i think they were last active in like 95 and they really do i mean if you listen to joy division ever they really do sound like it and did they just have the one album uh no they've got a few albums and i'm not sure if they were that big but i mean they released a few albums and and uh, if you like Joy Division, honestly, give them a listen. It's hmm. kind of good stuff. It's pretty good. Yeah. Ooh, I like it. Interesting. And then um, I've got uh, a television episode. Ooh. Mm-hmm. So everyone who knows me, which many of you may not, I'm a big fan of Frasier. Yes. Nice. So there's an episode of Frasier. It's called Raw's alone like Roz comma alone like alone money right. alone yeah so the oh. synopsis is oh. yeah 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 oh. Frazier gallantly loans a cash strapped Roz $1,500 to cover essentials for her baby but when he discovers that she is indulging herself in luxuries he borrows trouble of his own when he confronts her Ooh. so Frazier oh, goes yeah. after Roz because he's a rich prick on the job hunt front, both Frazier and Roz are encouraged when it was 
when it is rumored that their radio former radio station employers want to revamp their format and rehire them. So the second part has nothing to do with what I was going to talk about. <laughs> I was like, spoiler, I'm not there yet. Oh, sorry. I mean, it was only <laughs> released in um, yeah. 2001. <laughs> 1998. 19, 19, yeah. Oh my god, you've had 24 years. So I'm not really sure where I'm going to go with this, except for Frasier gives Roz a loan. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And then kind of checks into what she's spending it on. See, this is the thing, though. This is what I was talking about That's earlier. Totally, yeah. And yeah. Roz ended up, she had some gift cards and whatever. And she's like, honestly, you owe, you loaned me that money. It doesn't matter. I'll pay you back. Yeah. yeah and, and you he don't freaked get out to... her because he thought she was being frivolous with it. And this is and what you know when you loan somebody feel... money, you don't really own what they get to buy with it. You yeah, kind of, yeah. I I have been on both sides yeah. of this coin. That's I have yeah. been loaned money uh, on more than one occasion, and I have loaned a few people money. Yeah, and me some, too. I've been on both. Sometimes, mostly getting loaned money. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm mostly the loanee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm very rarely the loaner, but. There is this little bit of like, like, hey, man, you were in a bad spot. You needed this money. And then you see them like on Facebook. Hey, guy, did you go to a concert last week with the money I loaned you to pay your rent? Like that kind of thing. And I can see where like, I mean, I've really only had to borrow uh, money for my parents, you know, but I can definitely see my mom being like, hey, no need to go out for a hundred dollar dinner when your phone bills do. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you're right. There's like a, but there was also probably a narrative that led up to you giving them money. It wasn't that they were like, oh, I want to go spend it on alcohol. Yeah, or I want to go. They probably gave you a story, right? That that you were like, okay, you need this money for whatever. So, yeah, I get it. I, I, yeah. Well, and that that was the thing with this episode is that it, um, like, Frazier's rich. Roz was going through a hard time. He saw her, what he thought was, you know, spending his money, but she had, you know, some gift cards and a friend took her out and whatever. And it came between them. Like money be- comes yeah. between people. It definitely yeah. does. Yeah. I, and, think- I mean, it's a funny episode. It's a great episode, but it's kind of one of those things where everyone's been through this where they're like, yeah. And you know, you're like mm, borrowing money, but then also you're maybe you want to spend some on yourself. It's misconstrued or something. You know, people don't know yeah. everyone's life, you know. So. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. 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 And, and and I, I th- love Frasier, so that's why I brought it up. Sorry. So go check that episode out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what season is that? You're 900 and living in a nursing home. Please go check out <laughs> Frasier. Ross alone. Yeah. <laughs> episode 300. Is there an episode number? Oh, season six, episode nine. Ooh. So this is like halfway through the show this is like peak fraser you guys peak fraser this is like oh you guys oh my god is this niles and daphne yet that's that's season seven mostly okay but it's getting that long oh my god i think i want yeah the show was on for 11 seasons and it's worth it to wait for niles and daphne because there's a lot of great stuff happening in the series i enjoy it glockenspiel has sprung to life (laughs) (laughs) oh the clock (laughs) (laughs) that's perfect so good anyways um can i just say one more thing definitely sure so there's a documentary that you can actually just watch on youtube 
or at least half of it, called In Debt We Trust, America Before the Bubble. Oh. And it covers a lot. I mean, it covers all of, like, um, credit card stuff. It just really right. makes you want to, like, throw all your credit cards into a fucking fire. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fair. Until you're like at a hotel and they're like, actually, you need to put a credit. You're like, I, why? Why? So, yeah, this week I'm doing the drink. Uh, and I decided to pair it in a maybe not tasteful way with Goldschlager, which Ooh. is the fancy Swiss cinnamon schnapps. Oh, that boy, has... this stuff will make you barf. Oh, it is cinnamon. Yeah. You know, I have not had this probably since Brittany's 18th birthday. <laughs> <laughs> and it has thin gold flakes in it. Did you drink the flakes? Oh, yeah. I think you have to. I think that's the I whole thing so, yeah. of it. I think so, yeah. Is yeah. it cinnamon, though? It's That's what yeah, it is. It's yeah. Like I, I completely, yeah, forgot what it was. I think it's kind of like a fire. Is it fire? Fire? Yeah, it's almost like a fireball. fireball. Fire. Yeah, oh, but with gold, that's way better. But with gold, um, and the reason I thought I would tie this is because gold is very tied in with debt. Um, it's like a measure of you know what is wealth. It doesn't degrade, so that's why you should buy gold. Right. That's why they, people tell you to gold buy gold. They never go away. Yep, yep, yep. So I looked into the history of this. It's also featured in Super Bad. So I watched a little clip from that today, which was fun. <laughs> uh the Seth Rogen and Seth Rogen's not even in it really. Um anyways. I love Seth Rogen. What's his name? Josh. Jonah Hill. John. Jonah Hill. There we go. Uh it is measured the amount of gold in here. Don't be trying to like filter it out because it's 30 13 milligrams per bottle, so it's about 75 cents maybe US dollars in the international gold market. Okay. Uh I also saw up to $6, though, so I don't know. It's been, it started being produced in Switzerland until the 1990s when the brand was bought and moved to Italy. I think the 1990s was, like, proper, like, that, you know, gold, like, drink thing time. Because I think it's, you know, not as popular. Yeah, dude, it's gross. Have you had it? I don't think so. Oh, it's not the worst. It's just some, one of those things that people make you drink on your 18th or make right, you drink. Yeah. yeah, for like a special occasion, but no one ever buys it just for like to have. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that is why I, I we usually buy the drink for the podcast. But this one, it's not even that it's that expensive. It's actually only like 25 to 30 bucks, but I'm not going to ever use it again, ever. No. And it seems weird. It seems weird to me. It's like a thing. Somebody buys you a, a shot of Goldschlager, or yeah, um, it's like, or gives you a bottle on your 18th birthday. I can remember somebody. Yeah. I I remember on my brother's 18th birthday, him getting bottles and bottles of Goldschlager. Right. Maybe that's where I, I think that's what it that was. That might be where I'm getting yeah. the yeah. memory from. Because we would have been 15 on his 18th oh, God. birthday. <laughs> Uh, the gold doesn't even from, honestly the gold doesn't even have any flavor profile so it's not like adding anything to the taste so it's just like a weird flaky thing uh gold apparently means gold beater in german which is referring to these people that do the gold leaf makers 
would beat the gold into thin sheets. Like it's really, really thin. It's not like flakes. Like flakes of gold sounds kind of dangerous. Like drink it and it wouldn't even like pass through and show up in your shit. It's so small. (laughs) It's so small. It's like and it looks cool and it looks like Richie Rich, right? But it's just it's a bit of a novelty. Yeah, it actually came from the German drink gold Wasser which was created all the way back in 1606 and favorited by the czars Peter the Great and Catherine the Great. Oh. Uh, the point is kind of also, though, they probably liked it more for the showiness rather than actual any taste. Right. Um, you can still buy gold wasser. It's available, but I don't think it's as popular. Uh, is it kind of the and same this is as gold Schlager, just different name, or basically. is it like better? Yeah, I think so. Or, but it's like the original drink. I think it's probably the same right right i'm not sure if it, what the flavor is actually it might not be cinnamon might not be um fireball <laughs> it might not it might not yeah be it might not be fireball week. yeah uh, yeah uh there's there's a lot of myths about this drink so a lot of people said that the gold in the schnapps could get you drunker uh or that the flakes could cut your throat <laughs> Some people saw saw it as ingesting gold as being good for your health. Other people saw it as being unsafe and could cause death. None of this is true. Uh, ingesting gold has actually been happening as far back as the ancient Egyptians who believed that it had divine powers. So probably when they were doing it, it was probably not flaky as flaky maybe i don't know um yeah, but the reason like, that we can- they were probably like swallowing like huge nuggets of gold <laughs> yeah they're just like hey man you can't just ingest a full bar of gold yeah yeah uh the thing is with gold that i did not know this it is a noble metal oh do you know what that means it's for no. it's the queens <laughs> and kings something no it means that it's non-reactive oh (laughs) yeah i don't i guess that's the whole thing is it really it wouldn't do anything like it doesn't yeah so you take it into your system and it just goes through you oh yeah so oh so be easy to smuggle gold oh good one lena i mean job if if we had gold nuggets around that we had to smuggle (laughs) Yes, exactly. But then again, um, the there's is... the x-rays. You know what? Never mind. Yeah. It'd probably be kind of heavy in your tummy. At least it wouldn't yes. get absorbed into you and kill you. You could just... Yeah, that's true. Uh, they When you do have edible gold, which is like, you know, you have it sometimes in fancy restaurants on your, I don't know, dessert or steak or weird shit, whatever. Yeah. Um, right. it, it's, it has to be 24 karat gold. Which means that it's pure because impure gold obviously would just have other chemicals in it. So right. therefore it is not edible. So do not just like so you can't just take any gold that you yeah. you know. So don't you guys street. don't melt down your mother's jewelry that she's been lying about for years. <laughs> because it's yeah, pure it lead. Not- you're, you're drinking yeah. lead. <laughs> she's lying to you about your inheritance. Yeah. She doesn't have look, yes. she doesn't have any money left. She's lying to you about the, the She gold. got it at Claire's <laughs> It's actually silver. She spray painted it. Yeah. It's not what she does. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's Goldschlager. Um, a little bit of a I don't know. Showy but 
fake, I guess, kind of in a way. Yeah. It is. It's Yeah, it seems like it's supposed to be like more classy than it is. And it's only 25 bucks. But you're just going to, yeah, and you're just going to shit it out. Like, that's literally what's going to happen. So. And it doesn't taste any better. It's worth nothing. No. No. <laughs> There's nothing <laughs> by it. You so. just buy Fireball. <laughs> it's no. literally the aesthetic. I feel like it's Fireball actually might be more expensive than Goldschlager. Maybe. Um, like it, th- there weren't even a lot of cocktails or anything that could be made with it. They suggest that you just do it as a cold, sh- like a chilled shooter. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, if you're in debt, <laughs> don't try to strain out the gold sugar. You paid more than you will get. Yeah. Or it, so. if you are in debt mm-hmm. and you're looking for something cheap and uh and make you feel rich, go yep. get some gold sugar. Oh, yeah. You yeah. might have to pre-order it because I don't see it anywhere in the liquor store. <laughs> Actually, I don't really look for it. Like, where would it be? It no. would just be in the liqueurs, I would imagine. Yeah, it's a liqueur. So, oh, like with the fireball. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And like Galliano and like you know all that b- b- blue carousel. Oh, gross. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I love Galliano, but um, and I love yeah. blue carousel. So yeah. Okay. But yeah. Okay. So that's that's <laughs> debt. Ooh. We hope that we've cheered you up and made you forget just for a little hour all about your crippling debt. No, oh, I know. I was going to say, we're going to have to put a disclaimer on this one. Like, hey, man, like, <laughs> we get it if this is going to bum you out. Yeah. Um, or like, if you're in debt, you know, listen don't, responsibly. Don't listen to us. And all we yeah. really did was tell people we're also in debt. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like, and then we're all going to jail. <laughs> yeah. We're going to lose the weight. <laughs> Um, <laughs> and get educated and get educated for yeah. the first time in our lives oh yeah. my goodness you guys thank you for listening we, um, we're we so grateful that we get to do this every week and um, we're so grateful that you listen so thank you very much and we hope to catch you next week on the podcast thanks guys bye